working drummer. Now kick it. This is the Working Drummer Podcast, serving up perspectives, experiences, and stories from ground-level working pros. Advice, tips, and secrets on how to build a career in the music business. Hey everyone, welcome to Working Drummer Podcast. I'm Zach Albetta. Today my interview is with Jamcard founder and CEO Elmo Lovano. You've probably heard of Jamcard by now. It's a professional networking app for musicians launched in 2017. After a successful rollout in the Los Angeles area, it has since launched in Atlanta and Nashville. Elmo built a successful career in Los Angeles as a touring and studio drummer for some people you've heard of, including Miley Cyrus, Avril Lavigne, and many others. But Elmo saw a need for professional musicians to interact digitally the way we interact in the analog world, and has been focused on jam card for the last few years. Please visit us at WorkingDrummer.net where you can check out our entire archive of nearly 200 past episodes and learn more about who we are and what we're about. If you want to support what we do here, along the right side of the homepage you'll see buttons for PayPal and Patreon, and every donation in any amount is greatly appreciated. You can follow us on social media, and if you want to be featured on Instagram, post pics and videos of your gigs using the hashtag WorkingDrummer. We love seeing what you all are up to out there. Finally, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, and your ratings and reviews on those platforms are very helpful. So before we get to Elmo, let's check in with our buddy Arjuna Contreras on his progress making the move from Texas to Nashville. Hello? RJ. Hey, Matt. Hey. How's it going, brother? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. 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 Hey, where are you now? Uh, well, I just got back to beautiful Nashville, Tennessee <laughs> after a week on the road with, with Reverend Horton Heat. Yeah. So I, i literally am outside of Fork's drum closet right now. I just, I just, uh, checked out the new location and, uh, spoiler alert. It's really nice inside there. It's really cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're still, you know, unpacking stuff and whatnot, but, but it's super nice in there. And so I kind of around in there for a little while, checked out some stuff, and ran into a couple guys that I know, as is always the case at Forks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <It's not okay. laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, just literally walked out of there. Super cool, and I'm getting ready to go uh, to my new favorite uh, fast Mexican place, Baja Burrito, over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I'm back in town and looking forward to having a few weeks now to to really get settled and start digging in. Um, you know, uh, on the whole Nashville scene, I have a lunch and a coffee set up uh, with a couple guys later this week that I really respect and look up to. And I'm super stoked to pick their brains and kind of mm-hmm. see what's up and <clears throat> just start really trying to, trying to dig in out here. No, it's, it's great to take advantage of that, that downtime to, to meet with people and to follow through, especially when you say, hey, let's meet, and you actually mean it. Um, also, I think that when you leave town, when you move someplace new and you come back, it's home. It becomes home. Like- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, I woke up this morning and it, it did kind of feel like that. It, it's weird how like, you know, I spent so many years in Texas, but, you know, coming back from tour and getting back to my own bed and whatnot here and going out to get a coffee this morning, I was like, ah, this feels so good. Awesome. <laughs> it's good to be home, you know, even though it's only been home for like a week now. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, tell me about what's coming up in the next couple of weeks and anything in particular or just kind of doing the social network kind of thing. Yeah. You know, a lot of, you know, a lot of hanging out, you know, I'm, I'm uh, going to try to check out uh, some, some, uh, like uh, some shows that are happening in town that uh, some of my friends are doing and um, just try to be out and about and, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out with as many people as I can and, drinking as much coffee and having as much lunch with people as I can and trying to, trying to play, you know, if mm-hmm. there's anything, I'm actually not sure of anything at the moment in the, in the time frame that I'm in town that, that that's happening. You know, I'm, I'm bummed that I, I just missed uh, loud jams by like a couple of days here. You know, I know mm-hmm. it was, it was on Monday night and <clears throat> we got back from tour back to Dallas on Monday. And so I didn't, I didn't travel back to Nashville until, until yesterday. Um, <laughs> Right now, it's just mostly networking, you know, but yeah. I'm hoping to, to jump behind some drums uh, really quickly here. Mm-hmm. And more than just jumping behind uh, a really nice set of, of V drums at uh, at Forks like I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to sit behind some drums and play with real musicians. <laughs> what a concept. But, what um, a concept. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Okay. We'll catch up again in a couple weeks, yeah. and um, and have Sounds a great good. week. And maybe I'll run into you around town. Sounds great, man. All right, have a great week, man. Okay, you too, Matt. Talk talk to you soon, brother. Talk to you. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. All right, thanks to RJ for keeping us up to date. Be on the lookout for him around the drum retail and or coffee and or Mexican food and or live music establishments around Nashville. Now let's get to all things Jam Card with Elmo Lovano. First and foremost, you know, I am a drummer and a music director. And in being a music director, I'm always looking for players mm-hmm. um, and always putting people together. And as I grew as a music director, I just saw that even at the top of the industry, if you get a budget from a label or whatever it may be, that it's still word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Even at the top. And I was like, how is this possible? Like, it's just as difficult building a professional, you know, hired, hired gun band as it is, you know, building an amateur band or it's, I mean, maybe there's obviously different levels of difficulty, but, right. um, but there's, there's still no freelance platform or, you know, we don't use LinkedIn as creatives. Um, and we don't use Craigslist as professionals. Right. So, we don't even have Craigslist. Right, right. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I really wanted to make that digital database, but I also wanted it to be social because I'm such a community guy. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted it to be a community network, not just a network where you can like scroll through job postings and be like, oh, I'm looking for, you know, or I right. need a drummer or whatever. I really wanted to make it more advanced than that and more social and more community based than that. So mm-hmm. that was how jam card ended up being what it is. Yeah. Um, and what, what year did it start? Because I, I lived in LA until, uh, the beginning of 2016. Um, and I don't really remember hearing about it before then. Yeah. It came out February, 2017. Okay. So yeah, it waited yeah. until I left. Yeah, I was like, I was like, is Zach gone? All right, cool. Let's launch this. Keep it off social media. I don't want him finding out. Don't tell Zach. Yeah, um, don't tell him. Yeah, it. Uh, we I had tested prototypes before then, mm-hmm. but that was amongst like a friend group, and um, and then it it actually spread further than that, and that was when I realized I didn't want it 
continue with the prototype that I had and I started from scratch. And then, so the real version of the jam card app, uh, came out February, 2017 in LA only right. all the way until we did Atlanta. Atlanta was our first city outside right. of LA. Right. And I want to, I want to get to why, uh, why you, you made that decision. Um, but, but before that, like, I, I'm wondering, do you have a background in tech? Is this a, like a side hustle of yours? Uh, is yeah. or, or is this something you had to start, uh, you know, with <laughs> with someone else? Yeah, I have no background in tech, wow. um, and and I didn't start it with a CTO. Although I wish I did, mm-hmm. but <laughs> maybe could have saved me some time in the beginning. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I'm a dive in and figure it out kind of guy. I was just like, yo, I really want to make this. And once I commit to making something, I'm just going to figure it out. I'm a self-taught drummer as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm just a self-taught dude. Right, so right. when it comes to – and if I put my mind to it, I will go. I will research. I will find the best people I can, the smartest people I can around me to help me, you know, um, edu- to help educate myself and what really should happen here, what needs to happen, how to, how to make things work, try to learn from other people's mistakes if I make a mistake, I, you know, learn from that mistake, try not to make the same mistake twice. Right. Right. Uh, and yeah, just kind of the entrepreneur, you know, hustle. I guess I have the entrepreneur blood. Um, my dad's an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and, um, and you know, I was in DIY bands, you know, from, you know, from, you know, essentially since I was like 13, I started touring when I was 15, but all the way until I was in my twenties, like 22. No, that's not true. All the way until I was 25. I was doing my own bands and hustling my bands. Right. And that is entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. you know, oh, and even being a drummer, being a freelance drummer, you are being an entrepreneur because you need to build a brand, you know, yeah. yeah. the stronger you build your brand, the stronger you will be as a, as a person in demand, you know? Right. And, and, and both in the worlds of, of like freelance music and in tech, there, there aren't really any rules. I mean, there are, but you don't have to follow them. You know, there are guidelines and ways that people have succeeded before, but you know, they're both fields where you can like invent your own job. Totally. Totally. So, um, so yeah, it's, you gotta, you gotta manage yourself, you know, you gotta lead because especially if no one else is paying you, you're paying yourself or you're figuring out where to find the money to pay yourself, you know, then you're an entrepreneur. You don't have to start a tech company to be an entrepreneur, right? you know, right. And I think, and I think the more people embrace that, the more successful they can be because you'll think differently about your decisions and your opportunities and how you go about your opportunities. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 So on, on that tip, uh, how has your, your journey with jam card thus far made you think about, uh, your journey as a musician, um, and the, like the approach you took in the first part of your career versus the approach you're going to take going forward? Yes. Um, I have learned a ton from jam card and when I do go back to focusing on my music, which will be at some point in the future, <laughs> someday, somehow, <laughs> someday, somehow, um, I will, I've learned, I've learned so much. I think one of the main lessons I learned is <clears throat> first of all, don't plan your marketing or your release date or anything like that until your product is finished. Mm. So if you're releasing an album, solo album, whatever it may be, make sure that you, that the mixes are done, the mastering's done. You have your photo shoots done. You got your album art done. Right. 
once that's all done, then sit down, look at the assets you have and be like, okay, I'm now going to create a marketing plan and plan a release date. Cause you could even plan one three weeks away from that day mm-hmm. once it's all done. So I know so many people and myself, you know, even years ago would be like, I got to put it out by July 23rd. I have to. Right. Why? And it's, and it's like July 10th. And you're like, you're unsigned. You do not have to do that. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like you put the pressure. No, I got to put it out before August starts and blah, blah, blah. And then you like set it and you like book and you're like album release show August 1st. Right, right. And you're like, all right, cool. And then it's like July 30th and you're panicking. Yeah. Because you're like, we're not done mastering. <laughs> it's like, don't do that to yourself. Finish. Stay on top of yourself. Finish. Then when you're done make the best marketing plan you can. Cause I think the other thing as a, as a creative or an artist, you know, you're typically not business minded. And if you spend all this time writing your songs or practicing your drums or programming or producing or whatever you're doing, and then it's time to release and you just throw it up and then you're like, I'm just going to go write more. Right. You know, unless, unless it's just a passion project that you're just trying to put up and you're not trying to promote it, but if your goal is to monetize it or to be famous or to have a following or whatever, mm-hmm. that takes just as much work as you spent writing and making that record, if not more, you right, know, right. an artist goes into like a major label artist typically <clears throat> goes into make or make an album and spend one to three months making an album, then spends one and a half years promoting that album, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why they grow. You know, you have to nurture that. So when you make a release, if you're going to go all in, if you really want to promote it and like get to a new level with that, you got to put the time in on, on the promotion and not just the creation. Right. Right. And Um, I think in, in, in everybody's journey, like we, you know, we, we all have preconceived notions, especially when we're younger of how we want shit to go. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like the process of, of recording and mixing and mastering an album, um, if you, like you said, if you, if you kind of I'd get it done, look at all your assets and then figure out how you're going to leverage them all, um, I think the, the same can apply to like starting in a new city or uh, like breaking into a different scene in the city you're already in. Like get the lay of the land, find out what your assets are um, and figure out based on that information, figure out how you're going to market yourself and what you're going to pursue. Yep. Yep. Totally. So, um, that, that was, that was the main lesson. Um, I've also gotten better at releasing things. I think another thing as a creator, you typically don't want to release until it's perfect. Right. Um, and you want everything to be perfect. And then, you know, I realized it may never be perfect and you should just put it up and you're probably your hardest critic anyway. So, um, so I've gotten better at releasing things because I mean, there wasn't just the jam card release, you know, we have releases within jam card like weekly, you mm-hmm. know? So, so I'm constantly pushing releases out, whether it's, you know, content or new app versions or emails, email lists, blasts, press releases, all this stuff. So you got to really, I've gotten, I've been become better at being decisive mm-hmm. and like listening to your gut making decisions and then moving forward as fast as you can. Right. Right. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So that that's better. Cause I, I see that being another main, you know, 
uh, struggle point for my artist friends and and definitely myself. Jam card's essentially been a juggernaut that's a juggernaut that's like beat me up and taught me all these things. <laughs> right. Right, <laughs> and right. now it's like now that it's growing, I'm like everything's everything's a learning process, you know? Yeah. Um so I'm still constantly learning, but I love learning. I'm super curious. And I just want to be like the best founder I can be, the best artist I can be, the best CEO I can be, you know. So it's so there's all sorts of new growth. So you never know at all. That's enough. Don't ever think you know everything yeah. ever. Find the best people and put them around you, whether what no matter what it is, whether you're a songwriter or or you're a drummer. You know, if you're a drummer, which you probably are if you're listening to the Working Drummer podcast, <laughs> you know, surround yourself with drummers that are better than you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like before Jam Card, it was um I was maybe, you know, one of the better drummers in my scene. Mm-hmm. And then um, now that jam card is, you know, growing, I am now, you know, I've made friends with a lot of our members and a lot of our members are the biggest drummers in the world and the craziest, most freak of talent drummers in the world. And right. now I'm just with them and I shed with them, you know, and right. like, and they destroy me mm-hmm. and, but it's great because I learn, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, Oh wow. Oh wow. This is this. Oh, the, their approach here is so crazy. I've never even thought about doing this or that, you know, and that's, I think the benefit of playing with people. Um, instead of just practicing alone, right. you know, right. Definitely. Or, or even the difference between studying with someone or jamming with someone. Yeah. You know, you can, you yeah. Can learn two different things from the same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and as far as the, the people that you've put around you for this project, um, who, who are those people who are, who are your tech people? Who are your concept people? Like who has been on this journey with you? Yeah. Um, that's been a, you know, uh, that, we're adding more now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've obviously had some changes and, and all that kind of stuff as, as what happens. Um, so, um, but my, my core team is, uh, Jack Pyatt is our head of operations. So he does, you know, everything with me from sponsorships to content. Cause he's also a content creator. So, um, or film producer. So, you know, producing, that was actually how we first started working together on jam card was on the original content side mm-hmm. and then just really enjoyed working together. And I really loved his work ethic and then I could throw things at him and he would, you know, he could close things, he could finish things. He could stay on top of me for things. Cause that's the other thing. Being a sole founder is like, you can get lost and be like, Oh, I forgot to do this, 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 you know? So yeah. it's good to have someone there that's like, don't forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, um, and then Christian Paul Meadows is our head of community and he does everything from our e- email list to our social media, to our admin, um, everything community, like all the things that like, you know, touch the members and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm CEO. Um, I have my tech team is in Belgrade, Serbia. Wow. Each tech. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been awesome. Dream to work with my designers are in Brooklyn, LNR shout out to the homies. <laughs> and, um, and you know, and then also Mikey Sabatella, who's the guy that named me Elmo. Cause my real name is Christopher, but, uh, <laughs> the singer of my first touring band when I was 15 is this guy, Mikey Sabatella. And he, um, um, 
you know, he was a big mentor to me back then because I was 15 and he was 22 when I was touring. So yeah, it's he like, was he was the he was the long tooth. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he taught me a lot, you know. Yeah. And um, and now he doesn't. Tour, he's just a, he's a graphic designer now mm-hmm. and a web designer. And um, so he made everything from the jam card logo to um, to, you know, our website, jamcard.com, all that kind of stuff, which is cool because we've been friends for 18 years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so the guy that I literally did my first tour with is the designer for jam card. Right. And you I know? mean, jam jam card itself is uh, uh, an example of how you, you know, you do big projects with your friends, with the people you've had long relationships with. Um, that's, you know, that's who gets oh, yeah. brought along on that. Oh kind of yeah. Stuff. And then my lawyer too, Eric, Eric Germans, my lawyer and Brian Waster is my corporate attorney. And they're like my bros. So yeah. like we're, we're like a team of homies. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, That's great. And even like, even like my tech team who I met because of the tech, you know, like we've grown close. Everyone's rad. What are your recommendations as far as the most effective ways to, to use Jamcard and to, to be a part of that community? Yeah, Jamcard members. Yo, best thing you could do is just engage, engage with each other, meet new people, follow people. You know, it's this isn't like Instagram or Facebook in terms of, you know, that like reach out to people. People are on there because they're open to collaborating and working together or getting work or giving work or whatever it mm-hmm. is. You know, so best thing you can do is, is obviously fill out your card because your jam card is your resume. Yeah. So make your jam card look as great as possible. Put all your best photos, put your best pictures, you know, tag your skills, hit, endorse your friend's skills that, that you do endorse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and hopefully they'll endorse you back because that helps float you to the top too. If you have more endorsements, <clears throat> like not endorsements, like gear endorsements, but like, you know, Oh, I, I've worked with Zach as a drummer. Boom. I endorse him as a right, drummer. Right. That, he can, that. he can in fact play <laughs> jazz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, exactly. This yeah. guy is a jazz drummer for sure. Right. That kind of stuff, you know? Um, I mean, we have very high, uh, daily active users, like most of our members are on it every day. Mm -hmm. So talk to people, especially now while it's still early days, you know, like, um, who knows what this grows into, you know, but I hope it stays the same where everyone's like really interested in meeting new people Mm -hmm. on there, which is, I think very rare to find in a social network, you know, you know, it's not a, you know, even though we've become somewhat of an influencer platform, there, that attitude isn't there. That ego isn't there. Mm-hmm. You know, in mm-hmm. card, there's like whatever reason people tend to check their ego at the door, which is great. Right. You know, right. that happens at the jam jams too. You go to a jam jam, you got all these legends, these icons going around, your peers are all around, everyone's smiling. Yeah. Everyone's approachable. Even the people that have egos have like checked it at the door, mm-hmm. you know? So that's one of the things I'm most proud of is that it's just a, a friendly network of pros. And I think that's partially because I'm a friendly dude and I started it and right. seeded the networks. Hey, the attitude should be, don't be a dick. But <laughs> Can you put that in the logo? Jam card. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. Jam card. Legends become friends. Um, but like, uh, yeah, so I, I'm super stoked on that, but I, I think it's also because, there was definitely a need for jam card, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I knew there was a need because I mean, I essentially built, built it for myself. 
mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I'm the main demographic or in, in this community. I, I, I was the first, I was like, I want this, 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 this is how I want it to work. This is what I look for when I, as a music director, when I'm looking for players, I want to see this stuff. This is how I want to be treated as a drummer, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, and all that kind of stuff. So that's really like the initial building block all starts with what I think is fair and, and right. Mm-hmm. And, and we go from there, you know, then I talk to other smart people, music directors, musicians, managers, producers, etc. Right. Are there some, uh, some jam card members in particular that, uh, you, you could point to and say like this, this person is kicking jam cards ass. Like, Anybody you recommend following or emulating in that way? Yeah, totally. Good question. Um, um, yeah, well, first of all, me. Follow me. <laughs> I'm a Levano. I, the, I use the archetype. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on there. Um, there's a lot of people. I mean, a lot of our, like, um, you know who just got on was Dave Stewart. Hmm. Dave Stewart just got on from the Eurythmics, and he's mm-hmm. using it really well. Um and uh, I love watching how he's using it. Um, A.R. Rahman got on from Dave, too. Dave brought on a bunch of legends. A.R. Rahman, who created Bollywood and that whole scene. Mm-hmm. The, the most successful writer of all time. He's using it well. Orianti just got on, too. Michael Jackson's guitarist mm-hmm. via Dave. Yeah. Um, I really like how she, she's, she just got on like yesterday, but she's engaging well. I don't know. I'm just, these are all just people off the top of my head that I was like talking to today. That's why I'm. Right, I right. I mean, I got to go in the app. A lot of people are using it very well. It's very, it's great. Yeah. I'm like stoked. I'm like, oh wow, look at these, look at these guys, guys and gals. So here's something I'm wondering because Quentin, Quentin invited me to join. So I've been uh, on for I don't know a month or something, um, and I'm wondering if I should uh, be sort of prioritizing people in my city, people in Atlanta. Um, or just, you know, getting as many followers as possible, following as many people as possible, no matter where they are. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that? I think it depends on what your strategy is, you know, or, or what, or what you want to get out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, oh, I'm looking for gigs in Atlanta. Yeah. Then connect with Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, I want to move to LA, right. And start to do whatever you can to try to connect with some LA people. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, it doesn't, or if, if you're looking for a gig, connect with, uh, music directors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for studio sessions, connect with producers and engineers. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, if you're looking for, you know, crew, you're, if you're a crew guy, you know, connect with tour managers, production managers, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it really just depends on whatever you're doing. Oh, here's another guy I love. I'm going through jam card now. Yeah. Uh, Taku Hirano. Okay. Um, um, if you don't know Taku, you should know Taku, especially if you're listening to this podcast. He is arguably the most, you know, hired percussionist right now in music. Yeah. Um, Fleetwood Mac, Bette Midler, Whitney Houston, Dr. Dre. That's like all in his jam card. Right. Um, he's amazing. Uh, I mean, and, and he plays like even just look at his pictures on jam card to see him. His percussion rig is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Taku. Um, Laura Escude just got on to this last week. She's the Ableton programmer. She does everyone from Kanye to Jay-Z to Miguel. Wow. So so she does crazy stuff. Right, uh, right. And this is the other cool thing about Jamcard is that, you know, you, you're not – you don't have to be just your instrument. If you've got other skill sets that, that are, you know, not even related to playing – 
Um, mm-hmm. There's a whole section of where like there's a little icon of a briefcase and it's like business. So yeah. if you're an entertainment lawyer or, uh, you know, I like I have a side hustle writing bios for people and bands and stuff. So I put that on oh, my nice. jam card. Um, so uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a great way to to, um, you know, uh, develop. Uh, your your side hustle, or oh, yeah. you know, if if being a writer or a journalist or a lawyer or whatever is your primary hustle, you can uh, have a presence on Jam Card. Yeah, another good one. I'm looking in here because we're all right, we're on a drummer podcast, so I would say follow Luke Holland. Okay, shout out shout out to my boy Luke Holland. He's killing it on there. Amazing drummer, um, Elias Malin. Uh, follow Quentin Robinson. Shout out right back, bro. Definitely follow Q for sure. Uh, Mike Moore, man, Daru Jones. Mm-hmm. Follow Daru. Yeah. Brendan Buckley, Venzella Joy, who's out with Beyonce right now. Rico Nichols out with Kendrick, Matt Musty. Man, there's a lot. There's a lot of great greats in here. Yeah. Uh, Sput. Yep. Eric Moore. Eric Moore's up in Jam Card. Follow mm-hmm. Eric Moore. Little John Roberts. I saw Little John like three nights ago in Atlanta. Man. Yeah, Little John is the man. Did you go to Drummer's Night Out or whatever that yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, we did the. Is it amazing? It was so great, man. Dude, so, I, almost, I wanted to fly in for that. You should. Like, you, like next time, you know, they do it like every two or three months, and just like make it a point to you know come come do some jam card business in Atlanta and yeah. and schedule it around one of those drummer nights because it's such a good hang. Like you were saying about the Jam yeah. Jam. Yeah. Um, there's there's no vibing. Everybody's just there to like celebrate the badassery on stage, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was it was a great That's night amazing. the other night. Little yeah, John. I mean, it, speaking of Atlanta drummers in Jam Card, I mean, Little John obviously, Devin Taylor, mm-hmm. um, Sticks, you know, Jordan Hemby, right? Jordan hosted that, right? Uh, Jordan. The drummer Did night. Or did Little John host it? Little John well, hosts. Little John was like I think the, Jordan promoted it. Probably, probably. Yeah, the yeah. I the think host that was is uh, John Chaldon. Oh, okay. He's another okay. Atlanta drummer. I don't think I know him. But um, yeah, man, he's been here for years. Ray Marshall Jr., Paige Cooper. Um man, there's so many cats, dude. Yeah. I think Marlon Patton is on there. Marlon played the other night. Marlon, um Turkey B, man, Biscara, Raymond. Yeah. Like, man, there's Brian Fraser Moore, Gordon Campbell. <laughs> it trips me out, dude. I go through Jam Card and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's Patty Ann Miller, amazing drummer. Oh man. J Rod. How about Jared Sullivan? I just met him at the uh the uh drummer night the other night. Yep. Um so yeah, he and I are gonna he and I are gonna talk about about his his whole uh got pocket apparel thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one of those shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Paige, dude. Paige Cooper and like Devin Taylor, especially Devin, those were like the main homies in my ear out here in LA talking about Atlanta and like educating me on Atlanta. Right. And like so they were, they were like, yeah, they were like the main guys that were like getting me hip to like how, how awesome the scene is in Atlanta of just players just being just killing. Yeah. I've found the yeah. same thing. I've been here almost three years. Um, and uh, when, when I heard that, cause like Quentin was kind of giving me the brief history of, of jam card and, you know, he said it started in LA and he said the second city it came to was Atlanta. And I was like, man, that's a big deal for Atlanta. That's it. Yeah, so what was the, um, what was the decision making process for what that second city was going to be? Um, the, you know, I, it was always 
in our plans was the, the, the more obvious was like, Oh, New York, Nashville. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was like, okay, there's that. But then I was, you know, I was looking around and like I said, you know, Devin and, and, and then Chris Moten and Cassius J all became friends. And then like Paige Cooper and like these cats were, just like getting me hip to it, you know? And then like I connected with little John Roberts and I was just like, I was just seeing how awesome it was. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was hearing about it and I, and I'm also seeing how quickly it's growing of an entertainment town, yeah. you know, just in general film as well. Definitely. And, um, and I, and, and I was just like, you know what? I think Atlanta is amazing. I, I'm seeing talent levels there that are just crazy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would love to, you know, do whatever I can to help that scene and build the scene and, and, and whatever. And, um, so I, I, so I was just like, it just felt right. You know, I was just talking, I was like, you know what, let's do it. Let's do yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and, and, and do Nashville, let's do Nashville after. Cause I, we were probably going to do Nashville first right. or, se- or second or whatever. Right. I, I'm born and raised LA. So it was obviously first, but, um, <laughs> You know, the thought was, oh, let's do Nashville, huge music city. It's amazing, yada, yada. Uh, but then I was like, you know what? No, I want to throw a curveball and do Atlanta and show that we uh, endorse it, Atlanta and we acknowledge Atlanta as a as a, as the fastest growing, you know, music market, I think. You know, I mean, it's representing trap music right now, which is the biggest genre in America and yeah. all this stuff and hip hop and just the dirty south. And I was just like, you know. I've I've always loved Atlantic music ever since you know obviously Outkast and everything else that represents Atlanta you know, right. um, so yeah it was just it just got, once we started thinking about it, it just like started feeling right and I'm a gut guy so I was like all right we're doing Atlanta yeah I just got excited about it and then and I think it was the right move because it uh, you know I, I feel like we were embraced in Atlanta mm-hmm. you know Atlanta tends to do that that's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I love it. So I, so I feel good about the decision and we went out there and we threw a big ass jam jam in Atlanta with trap jazz, the trap jazz, all stars. Yeah. Q told me about that whole thing, dude. It was crazy. It was, I mean, we had, we had Devin Taylor and, and CJ Thompson and uh, Jordan Hemby and Omar Phillips all drumming at once, you know, Omar on percussion. Right drums of the outcast, you know, and big boy and fucking everything else. And like, so, I mean, as you know, we're drummers drumming wise, it was berserk. <laughs> you know, we had like Jerome flood and like all those dudes, uh, you know, also there playing as well in the improv, the improv was lit. Right. But the trap jazz all-star set was crazy with Cassius J with Chris Moten, you know, with, um, Oh God, that whole bit with Jules, the wolf, you know, with, um, uh, Justin Gilbert, like mm-hmm. all these cats, it was just, uh, the whole thing was amazing. Zaytoven was there. Zaytoven came out and watched and supported and like that whole scene. So it was just, it was a super special night. Yeah. Um, and we filmed it and you, there may be something coming out soon that we haven't announced yet regarding oh. card in Atlanta. So we'll see. All right. You heard it here first, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, take your time with it, get it, you know, mixed and mastered properly. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm not setting a release <laughs> right. date. Do not set a release date. <laughs> this will be done. And then I will choose release date. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by drumsellers.com, the niche marketplace where drummers, drum retailers, and drum manufacturers buy and sell their gear. 
list your drums for sale for free, and the only fee is 4% if it sells. Simple. Check out all the new used vintage and custom drum eye candy at drumsellers.com. What is your vision for the future of it? Yeah, man. I mean, future jam card, jam card will be worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a trip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got to get it there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what's cool is, like I said, the community is amazing, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like if the community stays at the amazing level that it is, but just grows, it's going to work. Right. You know, like it's working in Nashville, it's working in Atlanta, it's working in LA. I'm excited to launch more cities in the U S and then like when the time comes, you know, where we're going international, like sick, man, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. And people should know it. Like it, I, I think the, um, both the, the growth of it and the, uh, the vibe of it are under, very good control because you have to be invited to join. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can't just like sign up and create a thing like Instagram. Um, right. Somebody has to see fit to say, yes, you can join this online community because you can play and you're not a dick. Yeah, exactly. Two rules. <laughs> right. You're a pro and you're not a dick. Yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, it, it's, it's exciting. You know, I mean, the the attitude in the app is is great and you know we're working on some awesome things right now and just pushing a lot of projects forward and you know doing all we can you know (laughs) and the uh the the method of of expanding um the the users uh reminds me of of the endorsement game um because you know the the endorsements i've gotten and and the endorsements my friends have like it's all it's all based on that community it's all based on the endorsement of someone else saying hey zildjian symbols this is my buddy so-and-so who is an awesome drummer and an awesome dude and and making that connection rather than you know cold calling (laughs) people well and now with jam card you know for example kirsten from zildjian the anr of zildjian Mm -hmm. is in jam card right so if you get in jam card then you can you know get your card looking nice you're a drummer you got a tour coming up you don't have endorsements you know follow kirsten you know, maybe send her a message and be like, what's up? These are my dates. I'm doing these TV shows, yada, yada. Right. I love Zildjian. You got something for me? I'm not saying she will, but you got, you, you got the best foot in the door possible. Right. But like approaching, you know? I would imagine that approaching her on jam card would be more effective and hold a little more weight than approaching her at Nam or, <laughs> or 100%. on Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah. Instagram's not even going to open it. Right. Nam, she's just like being bombarded by right, everybody right. and I'm just trying like, to sell 200 symbols to a music store. Could you leave me alone? <laughs> and there's no, there's no, yeah, exactly. I, I'm here to meet with the music manufacturer, yeah. uh, distributors. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean with Nam, you know, Nam is such a big thing now that it's like anyone can go, you can buy a ticket. Yep. So it's not a vetted source. Right. Which right. is why someone can't just get signed by being there or mm-hmm. by showing that I'm talented. Yep. You know, a lot of people are talented. But there's a lot more than just that, you know. Once, once again, don't be a dick. You cool? <laughs> Are you cool? Okay, good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so moving from uh, from LA to Atlanta to Nashville to wherever you're going to be next. Um, are there, are there tweaks you've made to it along the way? Or is there, is there stuff you had to correct? Is there stuff on your list that you still want to work on? Definitely all the things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Still, you know, have things we're working on. Got a meeting today about our next city and everything. 
and the prep that goes into that. Yeah. You know, you know, as you do it, you know, you try to, you know, make as much of a, you know, of a model as you can that will hopefully work for the most part in each city. But, you know, Nashville is super different than Atlanta, which is super different than New York, which is super different than Philly and so forth. You know, so it's like, who knows, you know, so you can't just copy and paste. There's no copy paste. Right. And it's also people. We're not Instagram. We're not Facebook. We're not just trying to scale to the world. You know, we're like identifying the right people. We're, we're for the professionals, you know? Right. And if you're, and if you're a drummer, you're a working drummer, you're listening to this, but, and you aren't professional yet. And let's, or let's say you apply for jam card and we don't accept you. We just don't, anyone we don't accept is just for now. It's a no for now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, Hey, keep us up to date. Show us, show us as you grow, you know, your growth or, okay, I'm, I'm a professional now. I got on this tour, whatever it may be, right. you know, like, so, you know, I hope that you're not upset because a lot of people apply, you know, and then they're like, you know, we get messages from people that are upset that they weren't accepted. But then I go to their, their pro, I go to their Instagram or whatever. And they have like 600 followers. There's no videos of them drumming. There's right. no recollection of them touring anywhere. I Google their name. There's no anything about them being a professional drummer. Right. There's no, there's no credits on all music. There's no, I'm like, if you're not a professional, I mean, that is just, you know, I, I, I try to make it black or white as possible. You know, just like if you're a pro, you're in. And if you're if you're not a pro, we're just not the right platform for you yet. But I hope that you grow and I encourage you to grow and I encourage you to watch our content. And I hope that we can bring value to you in some way mm-hmm. of like, hey, here's, you know, like how I got the our show, how I got the gig, our web series. If you're listening to this and you're not in the app, whatever, you can go to, uh, go to our YouTube and watch uh, how I got the gig, which is an interview series where we interview pros on how they got their big gig, mm-hmm. you know? So we interview Rico Nichols on how he got Kendrick Lamar. We interview, uh, Ray Luzier on how he got corn. Yeah. We interview Josh Devine on how he got one direction. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of drummer ones. We also interview, you know, like miles Mosley on Lauren Hill or Morris Hayes on Prince or Victoria Theodore on Beyonce or Brenda Lieger on Ray Charles. There's a bunch of them. Nita Strauss and Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. You can just hear. So, and, and, you know, and you can, a lot of it happens just from right place, right time. Right. You know, so, so just keep practicing all the time, get as good as you can and be as cool as you can and be as nice as you can mm-hmm. and as responsible as you can. And, you know, I bet you chances are you're going to get, you're going to get that, that touring gig or that session gig, you know, that, that'll, make you a full-time professional and then, and you'll be good for jam card. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds me of, of what you said, like releasing a record, like get your assets together, right. Before you decide to market yourself. If you're not a full on pro yet, uh, like you said, start stacking your Instagram with videos of you playing, get some photography done. Um, you know, any, any gigs that you do play, like just try to exploit those and put those in the best light possible. Um, totally. We can just wrap it up right there. We're both uh, we're both a little pressed for time, um, <laughs> so I really appreciate uh, I really appreciate you giving this this little chunk of time in the in the middle of the day. I know you got sixteen things going on at once. Um, oh and, man, my pleasure. Uh, and man, congratulations on Jam Card. It's really it's really a cool thing. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes and and what else it does. And uh, and best of luck to you. And I hope you get some more time to, to do some more playing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Dude, you know what? I'm, I'm still, I still try to find time to play. Like, I have a drum studio in Hollywood that's close to my office. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I try to go at least a few days a week, at, you know, at the end of the night, have some friends over and just, like, hit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I just can't tour or anything. But right. Right. one day. <laughs> now. One day. One day I'll be, be back, back on the road, Zach. Let's go, dude. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we'll see you out there, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks to Elmo for taking some time out of a very busy day to talk with us. Download the Jam Card app. If you know someone who's already a member, you may be able to join through their referral. So start asking around. We hope you'll subscribe to the podcast on Stitcher and iTunes. And if you do, please leave us a rating and review. That's very helpful to us. Also, follow us on Instagram at Working Drummer Podcast. And don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or comments. Staying in touch with the drumming community is one of the reasons we do this, and we love hearing from you. Come on back next week for Matt Krause's interview. Thanks, as always, to Mike Jackson for his technical assistance. And thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers.